All right, we hey, are hey. live. Yeah, we are. <laughs> All right, it is the DIY Audio Guy here on the ninth episode of the Sound Advice live streaming podcast. We're on the DIY Audio Guy channel, but y'all knew that because you're here watching live. And I got here with me down below the man of many streams, High Five Vega himself. Tell us what's up, High Five Vega. Yo, 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 what's going on, everybody? I'm excited to be here. We're in a winter paradise. <laughs> Oh, yeah. <laughs> and over here on this side is my good friend, Nick from Towards DIY Audio. Tell us what's going on, Nick. We are literally in a snowstorm, which is interesting because we live, I live near Memphis, Tennessee. So snow out here is insane only because we, we have about five inches right now and only because they have nothing to deal with it. No plows, no salt, nothing. So... <laughs> you yeah, better all, hope you don't need to go anywhere. The, yeah, all three of us are in the south. We're probably all roughly the same latitude um, within yeah. a you know small margin of error. And uh, and that that snowstorm. Um, you know, we were we were talking earlier today. And Rob, Rob, tell us what you did today in the snow, Rob. Well, <laughs> I went sledding. We made snow angels. I mm-hmm. drove everywhere, and and I mean, you got to do donuts in the parking lot of somewhere, right? If it's a <laughs> snowstorm, it's mandatory. So we took That's the kids right. out and done some donuts and uh, yeah, just drove the little trooper over everything. And I, I just found my snow skis today. So tomorrow I have a bunch of hills. I'm going skiing tomorrow. It'll well, probably be the only time I get to go snow skiing in West Tennessee. But <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah we, we found some nice hills just down the road from us. And I took the uh, tire cover off the back of the trooper and it's like a perfect saucer we we went to buy a sled but we couldn't find any and we just we got there and we, we started tearing it up and someone's dog jumped the fence loved to be in the snow wanted to hang out with us so uh we were hanging out with our dog and then we helped them catch the dog so they could take it back home so just so you know for next snowstorm you know what's better than a sled anyway what tubes from like a big truck Inner yeah tubes, absolutely they're yeah. on they are the most fun they are more fun than any sled you'll ever have and one of the good things about them is if your hill's long enough you can push it down the hill and then run and jump on top of it yeah. and then you go flying down and and it's just we, fun just don't miss because you'll do a face plant you know it was it was like the dumb ones like the ones where you could just lounge and i was like this tube is not like it, it wasn't a full tube but it was mm. yeah no, we would put like two or three people on, then we'd push them, and then the last person that pushed them would run and jump on top of them. Yeah. It'd be awesome. I did, you always want to be the guy <laughs> jumping because you didn't want anyone jumping on top of you. I I, thought, I tried to help somebody out of a ditch today, uh, and they were very, very stuck in a very steep ditch. And uh, it was like a Volkswagen Passat or something like that. There was barely any place to hook it up, so I ended up hooking up to the axle. And uh, I tried it in four highs, four low, and that dude, he was just stuck. So <laughs> he had someone pick him up. I was like, sorry, man, I, I did what I could. Yeah. So I don't have any snow yet. Um, I live uh, I live in a suburb of Nashville. And uh, right now, it's just the street that I'm on is just a sheet of sleet and ice. It is uh, slicker than owl poop on a creek bottom. Uh, well, <laughs> if you know what, you ever, ever walked on a slippery creek bottom? You ever done that before? Yeah. Am I the only one? Never but on talk about inner, tube. inner tubes is the way to go. I grew up on a farm. We had tractor tires. We had the tubes from tractor tires. Oh, and we yeah. had a huge hill. And there was a pond at the bottom of the hill. And the cool thing about an inner tube, 
you're not going to fall through the pond if you're on an inner tube. It'll float, so you're not going to you're not going to die of frostbite when you get <laughs> yeah. soaking wet at the bottom of the hill. So we so can like just stay on it. Up. Yeah, you might just be there until the springtime. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's rare. It's going to get down into the teens here, and this part of the world is just not equipped for dealing with that kind of snow and that yeah. kind of weather. Um, that's just I, part of it. I think they said for Memphis, there's like three plows total for the entire city of Memphis or something like that. It's oh, that's crazy. fine. It's a small, it's a small city. Small city. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they're they're probably not even the city's plows. They're just like three random people that have plows, yeah. and they're like, oh, we'll hire it's, you. It's only like one of the most major uh, spots for FedEx to deliver packages. So yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's true. <laughs> yeah, that's their hub. That's that's yeah. the spot right there. That is FedEx hub. Yep, you're right. So we're we're definitely gonna be uh, waiting on some packages, you know. Being YouTubers, we <laughs> always have stuff coming in and out of our house, and I guess that's just part of the YouTube way, uh, ordering stuff that we don't need, and being able to justify it because we have a YouTube channel. Hey, can we do a favor and mute Bobby? I don't like his comments. It's sixties oh. there. The sixties oh. there. <laughs> oh. Yeah, <laughs> that's nice. Yeah. Living the life, man. That's well, he nice. Is living that's the life. Nice. Uh, so I'll put it on the screen briefly for a second, but Jim D said it was 78 degrees where he is. That's wow. I don't like these guys anymore. <laughs> oh, it is Jesse Jim D. <laughs> hey, you know what, too? Just so you guys know, uh, last week we did do our first patron exclusive stream um, after the after show. Basically, it's once we do it one every month. And I thought that went really well. And I know some of you guys in the stream were there, too. We had a lot of fun just hanging out with you guys. So I just wanted to thank everyone for joining that. Oh, yeah, it was good times. Well, let's stop talking about the weather and let's get into today's topic. And I thought this would be a good topic to bring up. I tuned into one of Rob's mini streams last week and Rob and uh, and Derek on 12 Volt Talk uh, spent a little bit of time talking about YouTube and explaining the back end and things like the importance of, um, of picking music that doesn't belong to somebody else so that they can't steal the money from your videos. And I thought this would be a good time to do an episode on, on YouTube. We're not going to do a lot of episodes on YouTube or, or do a, I don't want to do a lot of talking about YouTube here, but I figured I wanted to get it out of my system. And so we've got 50 minutes left in the, in the stream and we can get it out of our systems or I can get it out of mine. So, so guys, I'll, I'll let one of you start. Which one of you wants to kind of start and kind of talk about uh, kind of how you got into YouTube, what's your background and reason for, for trying to get into YouTube. And I've got some talking points if we run out I'll, of ideas. I'll start real quick. It's just real basic. I did not try to get into YouTube. My YouTube channel was an accident. Um, and I've, I've mentioned this on numerous streams, so I'm not, not going to go into great detail. But the basic premise was uh, I saw a need. Someone had a question about how to assemble the overnight sensation uh, crossover. And I was like, hey, you know, what? I know how to do that. Why don't I just show someone how to do that? I'm a visual learner. I'm sure there's other visual learners as well. Post it on AVS forum. Uh, I think that was the only one I posted it on. And about a month later, I get this email from YouTube that says, Hey, would you like to start making money off your YouTube channel? And I was like, what are you talking about? I don't have a YouTube channel. I was like, Oh wait, do they mean those videos that I posted? And I look and there's like thousands of views on these videos. And I was like, Holy <laughs> cow. And I was like, I guess so. Uh, and then the same thing with Amazon. And I held off on Amazon for a long time because they're like, hey, do you want to be an affiliate with Amazon? And I'm like, dude, I'll never like no one's going to buy anything. Why am I? And so I, but I decided to do it eventually, like the last day that I could do it. I decided, oh, all right, I guess it's not going to hurt anything. And then, you know, this now I'm, I am where I am. How long was that? 
When did that, when did that I, happen? I don't know because I didn't really take it that seriously until really like a lot. I think it was like three or four years ago. I'd have to look back at my things. I'd have to look back at my videos. (laughs) That would tell the tale right there. The record's there online. So, so if you guys are annoyed by my voice or tired of hearing my voice, just know that this is all big D whiz or not big D formerly big D whiz. Derek from Wilson Audio Labs. This is all his fault that I'm here <laughs> to begin with. He got me back into car audio from his video. And I was doing some, you know, a lot of comparison testing on online Facebook groups. Derek's like, man, you should you should just start a channel, put it on YouTube. You know, might as well go ahead and go ahead and get it up there. And I was like, you know what? Might as well. So I put a history of, I think was my very first video. And uh, I was really fascinated with the history, but that stuff is so hard to come by and hmm. get an actual true story. That's why I haven't done any, if anybody's wondering. But, yeah, and it just kind of snowballed from there. I'm kind of a – I like to get my hands on things and test them myself. Even if I've seen another test, I just want to play with it and, you know, see what I can do. And that's kind of my bent. I'm the guy that you're kind of learning along with. I don't, I'm not an expert at anything. That's not true. Rob told me his theme song is anything you can do. I can do better. <laughs> that that should be <laughs> or worse, but he, he even sang it in that like high pitched voice, you know, like anything you can do. I can do. He did it. Like, I don't know. I can't do it. He can do it. I can't do it. <laughs> what about you, Justin? How, how did DIY audio guys start? So there's, I don't know, it's kind of a long story like everything else is. Um, You know, I was always the guy that whenever I joined a forum, I would post, I would answer questions, I would engage. I never was one of those guys who would join a forum and and lurk. And um, I was, I was out of audio of any type for a good long time. I, uh, I, you know, got, got a false start in my life and had to um, kind of go back to school. Uh, And during that time period, I was broke. It was like taking a vow of poverty. And when I finally got to a point where I could start tinkering with this stuff again, I remembered why I'd stopped because it's expensive. <laughs> and I started realizing that I'm going to have to do my own installs in my car, for example, because, I, you know, I, uh, shops are expensive. And the thing about shops is you never know what you're getting because they pull your car back, they open it up, they take it apart, they do whatever, they put it back together. And there's no way of knowing what they've done to your car. Uh, and so I really like like sure. five star that shows what they do to your car. And they, from what I gather, charge a lot because they do it right and do a good job. And so I started doing the work myself and and reading forums and watching YouTube videos. And because I always want to be a, a part of the conversation, I want to be in it, I thought I need to really start doing this. And so I started taking pictures and filming everything I was doing years before I started the channel. And my biggest regrets not going ahead and, and just putting that up in a video, even though it would just be terrible. My <laughs> biggest regrets not doing that. And I finally got to the point where I said, you know what, I've got to do it. And I've tried to film a project that was uh, my tri-trick speaker build. And I realized that I couldn't do it because I didn't have anything I needed to film with. And then I went out and I bought a cheap little tripod. Ooh. And a pair of PS95s from Parts Express. And I built the world's simplest box. And I did my best to film it. And that was my first video. And I launched that video on, in June of 2019. And uh, and haven't looked back since. Yeah. And I'm going to tell you, like, you know, a lot of people, 
ask, you know, what do you need to start with? And I know Rob and I will say the same thing. You really just need a cell phone nowadays to start with. If you really just want to start and see, test the waters. My first couple videos were with the cell phone. Of course, I think I even filmed it in the wrong orientation in a couple of videos. I mean, it was awful. But like in the videos were, once again, it was just content that people wanted to see. It wasn't really great video quality content. Um, But you can start with as simple as that. I think eventually you grow out of that for most people. Um, but some people still just use your their cell phone. Yeah, I mean, there's I often use for B-roll shots or other shots. I still use my cell phone sometimes. I, I have a Canon M50 that I use for most of it. But a lot of times, there's just a shot that I need to do real quick, and I'll just shoot it with a cam with the cell phone. And uh, up until uh, I think 2019, everything was basically on an iPhone. Yeah, and and Cole, uh, not Cole, 25 Hertz to Life said, you know, Apple phone or maybe even Samsung. And I, I would agree that you typically want what they would consider, you know, a, a good phone. So, you know, either a Samsung Galaxy, Samsung Note, iPhone of some kind, they typically have the better cameras on them. And speaking of like your first videos, they're, they're going to be terrible. Just know with this because... That's that's the way you learn. And, you know, I leave all my terrible videos up because, hey, that's where I come from. That's how I started. And, you know, I want to show my growth. Yes, my highest viewing videos are not some of the best videos that I've ever done, but they're ones that I did do. So I'm still proud of them in that sense. Yeah. And I would say if you're going to end up starting, don't get discouraged, uh, especially if you don't get a lot of views, because it's very hard to get noticed on on youtube and it's very hard to get get views and you know i think my next couple of videos after you know the crossover videos weren't necessarily watched as much but that once again comes back to you know it, it's not every video is going to be a hit so um I, I, this is interesting too um El Fuego threw out a question that I think we can probably answer. Uh, what about video editing? Yeah. And the answer to filming and editing to get started is the same. And that answer is don't get gas. Gas is gear acquisition syndrome. Um, I've got it. I, I'm, 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 I'm the worst with gear acquisition syndrome. I mean, I'm, I've got an $80 webcam. I've got a $250 mic. I've, I've blown way too much money on this stuff. But when you first get started, you want to find the least expensive way possible to do this and don't go out and buy new stuff. So, um, you know, find a free video editing software, find a, an app that's inexpensive. And so for me, I got started using a program called Camtasia Studio. And my experience with that was I'd used it at work and done some very rudimentary video editing for work. Not, I know I don't, I don't have a degree in photography or anything like that, zero experience, which is why my videos are absolutely terrible, terrible. But uh, for video editing, you want to get the most cheapest thing you can get to start with. So if you're an, if you're a Mac user, you've got iMovie. You don't need to buy anything else. Actually, Windows users, too, here's the deal. You you do want a good editing computer. That's one thing that I'm going to just tell you you're going to want most likely. Eventually, I mean, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, I, I would say even, even to begin with, you want at least something that can handle your editing software. Unfortunately, if you went really cheap on your computer, some computers are not going to handle video editing software unless you just want to keep taking your shot over and over again until you get it in one shot, which you can do. <laughs> so if you don't want to edit it, you know, just just do that. 
a really good free one if you want to know is called DaVinci Resolve. A lot of YouTubers use it. It's free. It's what I use. It's very heavy. Uh, it's going to take some time to learn. Um, you'll want to learn the basics. Luckily, there's a lot of YouTube tutorials on it because a lot of people use it. I put a link down in the, the description there to download that. I would tell you just go and download that and get yourself used to it and see if your computer can run it. And if not, I'd recommend getting some type of gaming computer because a gaming computer has a lot of horsepower behind the hood to be able to handle an editing type software. So you're going to have your RAM. You're going to have your video graphics card that you need. You're going to have your good processor. Um, and I would also recommend getting a desktop computer, not a laptop, because a desktop is so much easier to upgrade. So even if you can't afford the most, the best computer now, you can upgrade your graphics card later. You can upgrade your RAM a little bit later, at least get started with something basic. And if you don't know, and if you know what you're doing, uh, I put another link down in the description about Newegg. Just go to Newegg and you can build your own and you can pick your components if you want. Do it a little at a time. Now, all this does become business expenses, obviously, if you decide to make this a business. And I have the complete antithesis to what Nick said, because I'm going to recommend you get an iPad. This, That's this another way to go. This happens to be an iPad Pro, but you can get the $329 iPad. And if you're going to lose or use LumaFusion, which is $20, um, more than fair. It can do anything Premiere Pro does. It can do anything that DaVinci Resolve does. And the render times on this, even with the $329 iPad, will be 10 times faster than probably even a $1,000 to $2,000 gaming computer. Yeah. That's, and that's where I would start. So, yeah, an iPad is another way to go. I, I don't like Apple so I'm not going to go that route, but uh, <laughs> you get stuck in their infrastructure and you're stuck for life. Um, but there's also the the problem with that, which Jesse's talking about is how would you sync your audio from outboard recorders to your video? And Jesse, the very simple thing to do is a clapper and DaVinci Resolve actually does have uh, a way to sync the audio and video and it will automatically do it for you. So that way you'll sync it because basically you are going to still record audio on your main device. Now, most of us have outboard um, microphones that we just plug directly into our camera. Like I use a Canon D D80. It's an SLR. I use that because I can use it for pictures. I can use it for the movies. I can use it for everything. Like all my B footage and A footage is, is recorded with that and with different lenses and my A and B footage. And, um, I run the microphone right into that. Now I use a deity where I can actually turn the gain up on the microphone and turn the preamp down on the camera. The problem with the camera's preamp is it's very noisy. So unless you can turn that preamp down, you're going to get a lot of that. So if you listen to someone's like YouTube video and you hear the, that's because their preamp stinks. And most digital SLR preamps are not good. You want to use a, a powered microphone of some kind, whether DIY audio guy uses the, the road. I know that he likes, I use the deity. I don't think it matters. They both, they both do basically the same thing. Yeah. I'm using a, uh, a road video mic NTG and that's a, uh, it's a, it's a $250 microphone. Um, it's, I bought an expensive mic because my thought was I'm the DIY audio guy. I really probably should try to make my audio as good as possible. 
And in my last video, I had several people comment, uh, not one, several, that my audio sucks. And it's just like, yeah, it does. Because here's the thing to remember, buying a $250 mic and not knowing how to use it is a really stupid thing to do. And I should have you know, spent more time reading the owner's manual. And I just, I just got rid of the mic I've been using. You may have seen it in front of me here on the, on the uh, screen. Uh, and I put a boom up, uh, rigged up a boom with some, you know, some, I just rigged one up. It's a DIY boom. And it's right here, just right off camera. And already, you know, Nick told me earlier, I asked him, how's it sound? He's like, oh, that's a whole lot better. <laughs> What'd you do different? I said night and day difference. And that's the other thing that people don't. 50 bucks is what I did. That's <laughs> If you do a, a microphone like that, you you need a boom stand and you need it close to your face. You want it close. You don't want to get the room in it. You want your voice. Um, Cause a lot of people want to put it right on their, their camera and shoot it out. And then they're wondering why they still get all the echoes and everything else. And you want your mic as close to you as possible. It's, yeah. you know, luckily I had uh, Joe and tell really helped me out a lot on a lot of these things, which was really good. And I really appreciated that. Uh, in fact, that's why I got a deity. He uses deity as well, or used to. I don't know if he still does. At least when the, when I did it. So, yeah. And Joe Joe has some of the best video and audio quality of any YouTuber that I've seen. You know, so his mm -hmm. videos are top notch. <clears throat> but I will say, if editing is an impediment to you starting, don't even worry about editing. Shoot a raw yeah. video and put it up because you you need to just if you try to prepare and you say, well, once I get this and this and this then i'm going to start you're you're never you're going to be false starting all the time yeah. just kind of put yourself out there and get into it you know like you can't you know i say this all the time you cannot fix a bad golf swing with good clubs meaning if you're not good at editing and you're not good at this you can't buy things to make your videos better you have to learn how to make your videos better and the good thing about like for me like a microphone right now since we're doing this live stream without a decent mic, we wouldn't be able to do a good live stream. The, the audio, you, you really need a decent microphone for, for live stream. And th the microphone can plug right up into your computer. So it can use, be used as a computer microphone and it can be used as, you know, your, your main recording microphone. I put mine actually on, you, you can't really see it, but there's this um, scissor mount. I put mine on a scissor mount. That way I can actually, when I record video right over here, I can just move my microphone right over there. I don't have to take it off and reroute everything. And, you know, yeah. good. And that's how basically everybody's is because you, you got the boom arm, you can get close to it. You get that proximity effect, you know, and with a shotgun, you, you get a little more room with that. Um, Jesse said that he's got a zoom H four N. Now, oh, yeah. if you use that, I would, if it was me, I'd plug a lav mic up to that. And if you use that for every single piece of uh, audio you record, then that's going to work. But I'll tell you another thing: like, if well, what else he can, what else each, he? Go ahead. Oh, go ahead. No, I was going to say what else he can do too is if he has a camera that accepts a microphone input, the Zoom H4n has an in and out. I believe I used to use the Zoom, and I think it was the same one. And you can plug even an external mic into it and record and it and go to your club, record camera. to your camera, and that. So then you have two audio sources, you can see which one actually is better. It's good to always have a backup too. And and another thing I would tell you is don't be afraid to voice over after the fact because yeah. catching live audio is great and it helps you editing time, but sometimes you're going to get a lot more hum or you can't isolate your sound 
as much as you can if you're doing VO. If you're doing VO, you can control your conditions. You can go into a closet with a bunch of clothes and uh, control the conditions that, which you're recording. So I think we're bouncing around the question, though, which is should you even attempt to start a YouTube channel? No. I just, Maybe. I just answered it. <laughs> Maybe. Uh, I, I, I have basically the same same answer, but I, I want to hear. Well, no, I, I have have realistic expectations. Basically, if you're going to start it, would be would be my answer. I, I can argue both sides. So, my my, what are you trying to do with the YouTube channel? Yeah. If what if you trying to- you're trying to be part of the community and grow the community, and that is your expectation, yes, do that. If you want to make money off this, I would say seriously consider the amount of time that that's going to take you to start making money to where it's worth your time because we are a niche within a niche. We're audio, but and me in particular, I'm car audio. So I'm stepped down and and literally the biggest YouTuber in car audio, Steve Mead, and he's still not even at a million subs. We could be playing with uh, GI Joes. And all three of us would probably be over a million subs right now. So, how do you know I don't do that? Well, I do play with GI Joe, just not on the internet. <laughs> yeah, I think and, that's uh, um, I think that's important because it I really think that's kind good of boils down yeah. to why and what your expectations are. Uh, like I said earlier, I I really got involved because I want to be a part of the conversation. Uh, I, to be perfectly honest, I started the channel because also I would like to get a little revenue for my hobby. Uh, and those two things kind of came together where it's like, why not make the videos, be a part of the conversation and have a little bit of revenue for the hobby. And then I got into it and I realized that, no, I want to actually be a little bit more than just putting up a few videos to make a little bit of revenue for my hobby. And one reason why is because the threshold you have to jump over to start making revenue is um, it's not that big. If you're already a big channel, it's a, it's a blip if you're a big channel. But if you have no views, no subscribers, no one knows who you are, and you don't know what you're doing, so all your videos look like crap or sound like crap, which is what your first videos will be like, um, the, the the threshold to get anything is just too big. It took me um, exactly 100 days to get my first 100 subscribers. Yeah, it, and so this would be my whole thing too, which – it's coming from a different scenario in the essence that I didn't even mean to start a YouTube channel, right? Like I didn't go out. So I have kind of a unique viewpoint from this, I think. But uh, my point would be, you know, have realistic expectations if you're going to start one. Um, and this is the reason why a lot of us are saying, don't go out and spend a ton of money right off the bat because you just don't know how well it's going to do. I see a lot of people do that. And then in a year they give up on their YouTube channel. It's just not, it's just not worth it to do that. Uh, unless you just have money to spend and you're going to use the camera somewhere else otherwise, uh, or the computer for something else otherwise, then, you know, maybe, but the, the issue is uh, twofold. One, who's your audience? How many people are you competing against? For example, like if you go to like a game, like uh, high five Vega was saying like a toy one, you actually get even less money because you can't do targeted ads. Anything towards children gives you untargeted ad content value. So the basic premise is, YouTube says, hey, we can show targeted ads to adults, but we can't show targeted ads to children. So if your video content is directly towards children, we pay you less money because we can't, we can't tell you, you know, we can't, we can't give an ad specifically for that person. The other issue is you don't make any money off of YouTube. 
you really don't. Unless you have like a million plus subscribers, your money is not coming from YouTube. It's that simple. I don't know. What do you guys think about yeah. what I just said? Yeah, it's for sure. You, um, I will say, like, you know, Jesse says here that he feels like he's going to have to dedicate so much time. So that's up yeah. to you. If you just want to be part of the community and you just want to post your videos up, you don't really have to dedicate much time at all outside of what you want to. You don't need to um, upload consistently. If you're trying to grow and and you want to actually take this serious, uh, which is what I done starting in you know the late part of 2019, I decided, hey, I'm going to take this serious and make it a part-time job. Uh, before then, I just uploaded when I wanted to. So if you just want to be in here and put videos up, I think that you can have or put as much time into it as you want or as you need to. Yeah. And I would say even with me, I have, I, I had to check cause I don't remember. I have about 43,000 subscribers right now, which is a pretty decent amount. And I can tell you right now that the monthly amount that I make off of just videos alone would not be enough for someone to make it a job, right. like quit their other job. And so if your expectation is to, let's go ahead and start this channel and I'm just going to worry about YouTube money alone. Then that's going to be a problem. That's why you see so many people with affiliate links. Uh, and I do think it's important that if you find content subscribers that you enjoy to use their affiliate links, because that is where the majority of content creators money comes from. It's that simple. Uh, you're you're going to get a lot of money off of those affiliate links or if they sell you know, shirts or plans or whatever, you know, those types of things, you can also get uh, a lot more money than what you will off just your YouTube video revenue. Jim, that I, yeah, we Jason, got a question I, that I want to answer. Absolutely. Uh, more than good enough. My very first videos were with an old Samsung, maybe it was an S6, um, which isn't that great of a camera, um, a, a Google Pixel, more than good enough. The new phone, if you've got a brand new iPhone, the camera on that thing is better than a lot of <laughs> a lot of expensive cameras you could buy. Yeah. Well, and plus, if you don't know how to use your camera, yeah, even you know, an iPhone is going to be better for you if you don't understand how a camera works. Um, and then we haven't even gotten into this yet, but lighting and you know, focus, focus, and and ISO that that's tough to learn. Uh, is and every camera it's a little bit different. So the oh, iPhone, if you don't know what you're doing, then take a take a really good look at the image on the screen. Look at look at what Rob has going on. Is there a way to make Rob the primary primary image? On yeah, the you just click, click on. on. Um, I, I mean, that's you. you. On. That's oh, yeah. hey. <laughs> of course, it's me. I'm gonna be the primary. There we go. Nope, that didn't do it. So Rob's ah, got something go. going on too. He's got a 50 millimeter lens, which is awesome for video content. But you'll um, notice how the background is fuzzy. You can't tell for sure what's back there. But but he is crystal clear, crisp. Looks absolutely fantastic from a from a sound standpoint, from an audio, from a from a, a photography standpoint. Right, a crisp, yeah. clean image. Um, and learning how to do that is something that's going to take a lot of experience and training and reading and watching other YouTube videos because I can't figure that part out. Well, Not just the light. Just the background is just the lens he's using. He's using a 50 millimeter lens with a low f stop. I don't know what yeah, your it's, it's, a, is. it's a 30 millimeter and it's a 1.4. Oh, oh, but I actually have it at 1.8 now. Okay. So, but that's going to create your backdrop. Like I have a 50 millimeter STM lens 
which I like the Canon STM lenses a lot because they're they're quiet when auto adjusting. I also like if you're gonna go digital camera, I, I almost would recommend a Canon because they have the face tracking, yeah. which you know when I'm moving it'll it'll track my face and keep focus on it. And that's what uh, Hi-Fi Vega is using too. He's using the Canon yeah. as well. And this is the M200, which not only has the uh, face, but it has the eye tracking. So the, another one I would recommend would be the Sony uh, A6100 or the 6400. But Canon, I like the colors. Canon's user-friendly. Yeah. So if you're a beginner, I think Canon is more where you should be because still, I'm still a rookie at cameras. Uh, me too. But they're they're easy for me to you know these I kind of got a grasp on how to use them. But yeah, it, when you get that, so like in my last video, I did the hundred dollar sub. If you'll notice, like what one of the shots kind of at the end, I started focusing on the subwoofers themselves moving, and I would do a slow focus from one to the other, and you'll notice everything else is out of focus. That's because of the lens that's being used on the camera, which I, I use a fifty millimeter STM lens with an f-stop of 1.8 so you know but that that's what's going to get you that blurry background and that crystal clear but yeah that i had to do manual focus on to be able to do that yeah and then you know the the most important part is lighting yes they are jason so so once you have once you have your camera and your gear you lighting it's the most important part of the actual video quality i would say that the audio is probably half of a video so half the importance of video is audio so start with your audio but then lighting is your next thing like i have a key light here and then i have a smaller kicker light here and then one here so i got a little bit of darkness right here instead i could have this my whole face just kind of lit up but but for you know when you have a little bit of darkness on your face it gives a little bit of contrast and it makes you kind of pop a little bit more especially you know and then the backlights kind of help with that. Yeah. And that's something I need to invest more in. I only have two lights and the lights can be relatively expensive. Uh, the three light system I want to get is over $300, you know, a hundred dollars a light. Yeah. So they're not, they're not cheap. Um, of course it all depends on what you want to do. You can get cheap lights, but typically with cheap lights, just yeah. keep in mind the lighting itself is also not going to necessarily be the greatest. Yeah, actually, I have maybe all the lights you see, maybe $350 in every single light that I've bought since I've started YouTube. So, I mean, you know, we're starting to add up, right? We're starting yeah. to add up. Whether you talk an iPad or computer, you know, that's at least $500, probably maybe $350, like you said, for the other one. Then you're talking about lights, another, you know, two, $300, depending on your lights that you get. Microphone, two, $300. You know, once you start getting serious about this stuff is what I'm talking about. Yeah, I, I also would argue that a good monitor to edit on is really important as well, because without a good monitor, you might be changing the colors to something that just yeah. are going to look like junk almost everything else. And I think that's where the iPad actually has an advantage, because you know what it's going to look like basically on pretty much every iDevice. Yeah. So, Jason, I'm just using a Logitech yes. webcam when I do this. And I think the other guys are actually using a, a, their good quality cameras and are just plugging, you got to plug them to the computer. Is that what you've got? Yeah, just via yeah. USB. Yeah. Yeah. You, you plug it into USB. Canon's really good at that. They give you the drivers for it and it'll work with just your regular webcam software. Yeah. They also and have actually, an EOS utility, which is really nice. 
I actually use a uh, capture card USB, oh. but but yeah, you can do it directly in. You use a capture card. Why? Why is that? Because I can get a little bit better detail on a capture card versus the Canon utility. The bit rate on it is slow. Is like six bits or something like that, or maybe yeah. even five bit. And I can get up to eight bit with the capture card, even over USB 2.0. And the thing huh. you want to consider about all this is we've been doing this for a little bit of a little bit of time. I'm the one with the least experience. And I'm still out of the camera. I mean, I'm not a camera guy at all. Um, but but Nick, you've been doing this at least since 2016. Uh, Rob, you've been doing yeah, it probably. off and on about the same amount of time. Yeah, 2015 is when I started. Um, and I've been doing this just shy of two years. And we sit down and we start counting up the money we've spent and the experience that we have. And remember, if you decide you want to start a channel and you're new and you've never started one before, you've got to hit that learning curve and you've got to hit it pretty quick. Uh, and and the first videos you're going to make are going to be terrible. And that's all right. They don't need to be perfect. You just got to get them done because that's how you get the experience. Because the way to get views is to make videos that people want to watch. The camera doesn't matter. The lights don't matter. It's the people watching the video that matter. Y'all watching our live stream right now, if y'all weren't watching, we'd just be sitting there talking to ourselves and there'd be no point for us to do this. Y'all, y'all. Y'all. Well, the, the other thing too, and that's true. My my best video or highest viewed video, I should oh, say. Oh, hey, that. thanks, uh, Scott, aka Civic. Uh, hate to cut you off there, but I got to shout out here and say thank you. We appreciate it when you drop a super chat. That always helps. Absolutely. And what I was going to say too is um, one of my highest viewed video, I think it's my highest viewed video to date, has over a million views on it, which is uh, how to turn a car stereo into a home stereo, basically, or how to make a home stereo into a car stereo. Yeah, it has 1.1 million views on it. It was four years ago. It was one of my first videos. Video quality is terrible. I kind of ramble a little. Don't necessarily get straight to the point. But, you know, I always make the assumption that people don't know anything. So if you don't know anything, I want to tell you everything because otherwise you're going to damage something or someone and then you're going to blame me and I don't want that. So, yeah, my whole the, the point being, I looked around my house and I said, hmm, I'm out of video ideas. What do I have on my house that I could do a video on? And I had everything for that video. So I did it and it became my my highest viewed video to date. Yeah. Now I'll tell you, there's a good, you know, <laughs> there's a good method you can use to kind of, you know, build your name up. And, you know, it's something the DIY audio guy done himself. He was always in the live streams, chatting it up. So he built up him, his reputation in the comments. Like you guys are always in the comments this week. And then, you know, then we're on talk like, Hey, it's DIY audio guy. Hey, it's Jesse Strawn. Hey, it's, you know, the third era. And when people hear that, like, oh, he has a channel, you know, or if they mention like, hey, I liked your video on this or that, then people start in chat or in watching later or like, hey, I didn't know they had a channel. Maybe I should go check that out. But that's a good way to kind of get some goodwill in the community. Yeah, even True Voice of Reason just mentioned uh, earlier that he had a camp that he had a channel and that. Uh, a bunch of, I know Colby and a couple other people said, Oh, I'm going to check it out. And third era, for example, has a channel. If you guys don't know, third era has a channel. You can check out his channel. It's a really good channel as well. And I'm sure there's a lot of people on here that have channels and maybe I don't even know uh, yet. I'll tell you what I like the most about third era's channel. 
um, he was going to enter, I think it was DB drag or, or base boxing. I forget which one. And he just basically, he just called it out on a channel. It's like, I'm going to build a system. It's going to win a trophy. And he starts putting <laughs> it together. And if I were going to do that, I'd want to get the trophy and then show the video <laughs> on the way. But he didn't. He's just all in. It's like, yeah, I'm going to go get a trophy. I know how to do this. And he starts putting the system together. And bam, next thing you know, trophy. It's like, that's just, there you go. We call that balls of steel. So yeah. is there anything that you guys regret about making your channel or anything that you find challenging? Go ahead, Justin. I'll let you start. Oh, man. I could go for days about what I find challenging. I have a hard time with the camera gear. I have a hard time filming. Someone just commented. I forget who it was that... Um, uh, you know, a lot of their there we go, Jesse Strawn, right? Uh, the unboxings look terrible, dark, bad audio, point, camera pointed at the crotch. Uh, one of my first things I did was I put a three-way front stage in my truck, and about 90% of my footage was my rear end. And just no one wants to see that. I mean, that's just all there is to it. No one wants to see that. Sounds like you and, and Jesse so, are making videos for women. <laughs> right. <laughs> um, you know, getting getting the camera in the right spot to get the shot that you want is is one of my biggest challenges. And making the audio sound good is the other big challenge. And finding the time to yeah. do it is the other big challenge. Um, I don't have trouble coming up with video ideas. All I do is steal ideas from uh, from Nick and Rob. Uh, and in fact, my my most viewed video just past seventy five thousand views is Dude, that's how awesome. to do car audio in your home. And I was <laughs> building a Bluetooth boombox. Nice. And and I, I put it in stages. And I reached this point where I was all like, "Well, this week's video needs to be how to actually do car audio in your home." Because I saw that Nick had had a lot of views with that, and I just ripped the idea off from him and just wove it into a build I was already doing. And yeah, bam. That one video is responsible for about 25% of what my channel is. So basically, if you want to start a YouTube channel, start with that video. <laughs> Everyone just, just make one of those videos. Video. No, no, don't, because you're going to kill my views. Please don't make one of those videos. <laughs> Everyone, well, we're all we're all rehashing, you know, uh, or remixing works. And, and I, you know, people, some people get mad about that. But, but me, it's like, man, I want to see someone's take on what I did. You know, it doesn't bother me at all um, because, hey, if you're going to do it, you got to be better than I did it. Right. So yeah, and yeah. if people haven't noticed, you know, um, well, you shouldn't be competing anyway. You should just. Yeah. I mean, some people are going to find DIY audio guys. Some people are going to find me. Some people are going to find you. It doesn't matter. I mean, you know, once again, if you're there's enough people in this that if you think you're competing against DIY audio guy yeah. or High Five Vega, you're nuts. I mean, most right. of the people yes. here in the chat should know that you subscribe to all of us, or at least two or three of us. And like, there's enough fish, fish in the sea. Like it's, yeah, it's that's, not, it's a community. That, it's, that's what exactly. I've said it's a, start, like no one greater than the other. That means people in the chat that are part of the community. That means creators. Once you start to think you're better than the yes. people you're doing videos for, you have gone a step too far. And you know, third era says it here. He says, Got to have confidence and a little swag. And if you guys know me, that I'm the guy that has way too much confidence uh, than he should have, because I've just always been this guy. I've always, like in my life, I always have way more confidence in anything I'm doing than I honestly should have. And uh, a lot of times, it's got me places uh, very good, and sometimes it's it's bit me. And you know, that just happens. So I want to answer this question too, before we get to that question, if you don't mind uh, DOI audio guy. Um, 
or Justin, whatever you want to be called. It's uh, all the same. Don't call me late for dinner. <laughs> I'm. You're not invited. So, I'm <laughs> just kidding. Uh, no, I, I'll tell you some of the things that you're going to find yourself uh, having to deal. Well, not necessarily having to deal, but some of the things that you might find yourself dealing with if you get in this long enough. Um, you'll find people will say to you, "Hey, why don't you create this project that I've always wanted to create, but I don't know how." Why don't you create it for me? <laughs> and they want you to, you know, put your money and, and effort and time in. And I, we've all been there. And guys, it doesn't it doesn't work that way uh, because we can't afford to do that uh, monetarily wise, time wise, family wise. Uh, and you'll get a lot of haters. You better never say anything wrong on YouTube because if you ever say it wrong on YouTube, people will remind you until the day you die, and they will be typically not very nice about it. <laughs> I try to laugh it off and be like, yeah, you're right. I, I messed up. Sorry. You know, I've been up 10 hours trying to edit this video. I said capacitor instead of resistor. Please forgive me. You know, as far as balancing work and family obligations, it's a real challenge. Um, it helps to have an understanding spouse. Um, it, it helps to, um, it helps to always remember that this thing we're doing right here is not the most important thing in life because this doesn't make enough money to support my family. And if I sit here all day and get YouTube videos and never go to work, I'm in trouble. Uh, you just have to balance it. It means sometimes you're going to sit up till seven o'clock in the morning editing a video. It means sometimes um, you're just going to say, you know what, this video is not launching this week. It's next weekend's video. Yeah. Yeah. That's just uh, what I found is I just have to dedicate time to spend with family. So they know that Saturdays, you know, at, from this time forward is their time. So whatever my wife wants to do, if the kids want me to do something for them. And a lot of times, you know, I'm having to work on their cars. I'm having to work on my own cars or whatever the case may be, but you have to set that time uh, aside. And, and more importantly, you have to set your YouTube time, whatever time you dedicate to that, set that aside and don't go outside of that range. Whatever time you set up, just use that. And if you don't make it, guess what? It's going to be another week because, like Justin said, this is not paying your bills. This is paying your hobbies at some point, you know. And, you know, once you reach that level, it, it took me three and a half years before I got my very first YouTube check. So, and that was like you had to reach $100 at that point. And then, you know, I got a setback because – I was in the partner program. Then they said, all of a sudden, now you need 40,000 hours and 1,000 subs. So, you know, that put me back for almost a year on that. Yeah, it takes time. And that's why it's good to be part of a community where you can get together. And that's the reason why I first uh, wanted to get this channel together. Um, you know, I approached Justin and and Rob about this channel and said, hey, let's let's do this. What do you guys think about doing, getting together, having three of us or four of us on here? talking about audio related stuff and just being able to further the community. And luckily both of them, I mean, they didn't miss a beat. They were both like, yeah, I mean, it was great, uh, which uh, I was, I was concerned about. I would also say to answer that question though, is you need to put your family first, no matter what uh, you have to balance that. That's me coming from a person, not as a YouTuber, just from a person you still need to use, look at this as a business if that's what you want to make it. But like if you have freak snowstorms and your kids want to go sledding and it's the only time they're probably ever going to get to go sledding in their lifetime in your backyard, take the day off and go sledding with your children. 
or take the day off and go skiing in your backyard, in your front yard, wherever, because you're not going to get many of those opportunities, but you'll get an opportunity to make a video at least once a week. Yeah, I completely agree with that. And that's what I did today. I started off, I've got something over here on the bench I was working on. And, you know, the kids were like, hey, if you guys are going to go out and do something, you know, I, my kids are older, but, you know, we want to go with you because they're stuck in the house. So I was like, you know what? We'll make a trek in the trooper and go get some lunch. And then they come back and like, yeah, you guys want to go snow sledding on the hill? So instead of working on that video, I was like, hey, yeah, let's go snow sledding. You guys will see pictures if you follow me on Facebook um of the same thing but yeah just like nick said take the time and is yeah. um so the true voice of reason uh, put a comment up here said the comments are full of nuts which i found it interesting that he he commented that um yeah the comments are full of nuts but they're awesome great people who are watching my videos and clicking on my affiliate links and my experience is there's one inappropriate or negative or off the wall comment for every thousand fantastic comments from, from people who are engaging with, with me on YouTube. And so I don't have a lot of trouble with, with commenters. Maybe my channel's not big enough yet, but every now and then you get a comment that, that maybe uh, annoys you a little bit, but for the most part, it's, it's good comments. I don't see that many uh, hateful comments, probably because there's nothing too politically charged that we do in DIY audio. Oh yes, sir. So <laughs> you just haven't hit it yet. Um, uh, people have told I, me isobaric loading that. is outdated and I should never build an ISO sub. Well, I just did, and it's awesome. They, they, told, so me, there. they told me the same thing when I – that was one of my first, you know, kind of big videos, and they told me the same thing. But, hey, guess what? I still got that box, and I'm still going to play it at some point. But, you know, as, as far as, you know, the hateful comments or whatever, I've been able to kind of turn those people around because I'm not going to yeah. fight hate with hate, you know, you if you come at me and it's just a hateful comment, I'm going to try to come in with some levity, you know, try to break the tension because sometimes people are just having bad days and they yeah. don't mean to comment like this. But then once you kind of hit them with a little bit of happiness or joy, sometimes they come to their senses and they're like, oh, well, you know, I really didn't mean it like that. And you can kind of, you know, get a rapport built with them. But then there's some people that you cannot, they don't want, they just want to be there to hate on you and watch you Troll, and yeah. that that's fine. You know, that's just, that's their job and that's what they're going to do. You can basically, once you've seen that that is what they're going to do, you just ignore them from there on forward. So two things I got to say, first, I agree completely with third air who says faith, faith, family, then stuff. I think that's the right order. You know, if you're a person of faith, that should go first, then your family, then your stuff. Then the other thing I would like to say is um, to your point, Hi-Fi Vega, is I know me and Rob especially, and I'm sure you do too, Justin. I just, I've only, I've only talked to Rob about this, so I can't, I don't want to speak for you. But I know that we always appreciate comments from you guys, even if, you know, even if you're pointing something out, whatever. We, we like getting those comments. We've talked about it all the time like that. That makes our day. So we do appreciate it when you guys do comment on the video. It does mean a lot, even if you're telling us what you don't like or what you'd like to see differently, because it helps us move in the direction that everyone wants to be. We may not always follow that, but we we listen to it and we appreciate it. Yeah, and I'll tell you one the work by the work life balance type thing. The the one part that's starting to hit me that was not an issue before, but it's becoming an issue is you know Facebook Messenger. Yeah. So. 
I have so many people hitting me up on Messenger. It's getting to the point where I need to choose who I respond to, and you know who because it, it can just consume so much of your time that it's you know I now I want to be able to help everybody I can help, you know. But there tends to be, and it's not all people, but there tends to be time wasters, and there's certain people that message you all the time with you know just stuff that's simply nonsense or stuff that they could easily look up themselves. But, you know, I think they're just trying to find something to communicate with you about. And, and sometimes you can do that and sometimes you cannot. So that's something I have to balance uh, better going forward. Oh, thanks, Jesse. Thank, yeah, thank Jesse. you very much, Jesse. Appreciate I appreciate it. that a whole lot. Thank you very yeah, much. That's awesome. And yeah, and we want to support you guys too. So if you have uh, channels, uh, all the people that are in the chat that I know have channels, True Voice of Reason, uh, Third Era. Um, yeah, type hashtag all them, me I, if you have a channel. Yeah. Oh, Jason, I didn't know you had one. I'll have to I'll have to subscribe to yours. I, I subscribe to all of you guys um, if I see you in the chat and know that you have one. Um, and, and I watch the videos too, so... <laughs> yes. I, mean, I, I watch a ton of YouTube videos. Yeah, what, yeah. what do y'all watch the most, guys? What are your What are your big things you like to watch? Well, real quick, I wanted to get to Rob's point real quick, oh. if you don't mind. Um, that is why I started that forum, by the way. So if you guys want to be able to communicate with us more often, get on the forum. Um, it's toysdiyaudio.com slash community. Um, but I, I don't know. I don't think I put a link in, in the channel, but I'll get you a link. Uh, I know Hi-Fi Vega and DIY Audio Guy are on there. They're not on there a lot, but they're they're on there as well. Um, I'm on there. I'm trying to get them on there more. Maybe you guys can push them on there a little bit more. Get them <laughs> on there. Because I, I think that's true. And as a community, we have to help out because Rob can't answer every question. I can't answer every question. Justin can't answer every question. So if we have somewhere where we can all go and you guys can hopefully get some questions answered, not only from us, but the rest of the community, it helps and it's good to share that knowledge, I think. Yeah, and you know, I've said this before, but like, you know, Derek does the old school stereo meetups, and they're sometimes are quite big. We have 50, 60 people. And what people don't realize is you're not actually here to meet Derek or meet me, even though that's the reason you came. What really happens is you meet other people that are in your area or around you, or even across the country that you end up becoming best friends with online because you guys had so much in common when you met at a meetup and that's i know that you know covid has kind of destroyed all that and hopefully at some point we'll get back to it but that's the kind of thing and it, i think it holds true in the in the comments there's a lot of very very smart people that are watching these videos and commenting and live you know in the live stream they, they give very good answers sometimes better answers than than any of us have to give Yep. And we just happen to be the dummies that are uh, that are on here streaming. So we, <laughs> we get to say the answers out loud. Yeah, I don't pretend to know everything. I mean, there's there, there's so much stuff I don't know. And that's I've always told it's a sign of maturity when you realize how much you don't know. Uh, you know, I, I know a lot of things about a lot of things, but you can fill books and books. You fill libraries with the stuff I don't know. Yeah. Like how to get your uh, camera to focus and, and how to get your mic not to clip. Well, and you should you shouldn't need to worry about those things either. You know, I mean, that's that's why you have a community to be able to figure that out. That's why YouTube exists for a long, for you know, a lot of the reasons too. You know, that you can figure that out without having to 
you know, go to your card catalog. Yeah. And, and for the people that have a channel, if you comment on one of my videos and say that you have a channel, check this out. That's usually how I, I see everybody. Cause I do, if I see you in chat a lot, then yes, I'll, I'll try to subscribe. But sometimes, you know, it just slips my mind. Like I still haven't shipped the, the crunch giveaway amp. I need to box it up, but I got sidelined. Um, so everybody knows I'm a slow shipper. <laughs> so that, that just comes with the territory, but I forget things easily. So if you comment on one of my videos and say, hey, this is my uh, channel, check it out. I will check it out and subscribe. And I watch a lot of your guys' videos. I try to comment when I can. I don't always comment, but I'm there. I'm watching. Yeah, I just subscribed to everyone that put a pound me on that I did, was not subscribed to already, uh, such as E-Dud and Jason. I didn't realize that they had channels. So, um. Yeah. What so El, answer the, the answer El Fuego, El Fuego said, if you don't start a YouTube channel, how can the community help to support those that do, you know, I mean, watch the videos, right. Or, or join, join us on like a forum or something, help us, you know, those types of ways. There's, there's a El lot Fuego, of ways. He's, he's been on Patreon online for a yeah. while, he sent me stuff to test and, you know, he's kind of a staple in the community, even though he doesn't have his own channel. Um, everybody knows El Fuego. And uh, if you're a real OG, you'll know his real name. So if anybody can put his real name in there in the chat, let me know. Because to me, he's just self Fuego from here on Wait, out. But I, I know I, what it I is. Know. The fire. The fire. Not <laughs> 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 oh, <Am I> right. <laughs> I, I happen to know his name because I said it wrong for maybe. Tell me how long I said your name wrong, <laughs> El Fuego. It may have been six months straight, possibly. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's actually really funny. So, uh, you know, the question, did we ever answer the question, should you start a YouTube channel? Um, yeah. I, I feel like we so. talked about it, but did we get to a point where we have a definitive answer? I still feel like it's a, yeah, maybe yeah. it depends on what you're trying to accomplish kind of thing. I, I have the perfect answer. You guys ready for it? Yeah. Meh. <laughs> 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 I think the, I think the answer is yes, as long as you have realistic expectations and you realize that the YouTube channel may not pay your house mortgage, you know, um, and it may take a long time to get there. You know, that's that's up to you. I mean, I've I've been doing this for years now. I've just kind of started figuring out what I'm doing, <laughs> which is kind of funny. But you know, it, it is what it is, and and as long as you're also thick skinned enough to be able to. Take the, yeah. That that's something important we didn't mention. Yeah, you need you need some thick skin. Yeah, because because even if people aren't being mean, there's going to be critiques of your video, no matter how good you are. You can be you know one of the best YouTubers in the world, and there will be critiques on your video, and often they're perfectly valid critiques. I don't mind those perfectly valid critiques. Yeah, me I, neither. You know, I, but no, some I people either. do. Yeah. Yeah, but some people do it in a not constructive way. <laughs> right, right. Yeah, you got to be careful how you give those critiques because if you're coming off aggressive, um, people aren't going to take that so well. It's it, it's tough to read though too because you yeah. you're reading it and you don't like I don't know you you don't necessarily know me so it's hard when you're reading text because it's always out of context. Right. 
Well, sometimes it's not. Sometimes you read the context right. But <laughs> <laughs> hey, third error got it. There it is. Jason uh, Zimer. 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 Right. Yeah. I like I, that. Z- name, I think I was saying Zimer. And he said it was about six months or so. <laughs> I thought you were getting his name Jason wrong, which I was really impressed with. Yeah. I was saying uh, Jawson. 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 Yeah, with a little French. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I think the reality is it is about reasonable expectations. Um, You know, so uh, the rule of thumb that they throw out there as far as the monetization goes, in order to get monetized, you have to have a thousand um, subscribers. And in the last 365 days, you need 4,000 hours of watch time, which is. Once you're established, that's not that hard to do. But getting established is, of course, the hard part. And as far as how much money you make off of YouTube, a good rule of thumb is somewhere between two to six dollars per one thousand views. And you know how much you know. There's some YouTube. Uh, it seems like girls get paid more, from what I've seen, what research I've done. Um, yeah. I can't imagine why. <laughs> no, 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 well, no idea why. And so people are probably going to. Well, and people why. are probably wondering why why there's a wide variance. I'll tell you the reason why. If you have a video where someone's only going to watch it for the information that's there, so like say how to hook something up, for example, they may watch only 10 seconds or 20 seconds or 30 seconds of your 5-10 minute video, right? So you're going to get a lot less for that view, right? So viewership is, is time dependent. So how long have they watched it? Because YouTube cares about how long you've watched it. So another way you can support a YouTuber if you're doing that is watch the whole video. Even if you, just mute the rest if you've heard the rest and you just want to, you know, if you if you don't have anything else to do, just mute it and just keep watching till the end. I, I hate to say that, but it's it's just true. I mean, that's just the way you can support them. I mean, I'm not telling you to actually mute it. You should really listen to the content. It's probably really good content, but you, you get the point. And that's important because that actually is the primary metric. YouTube's primary goal is for us to make videos that keep people on YouTube, so YouTube can keep feeding them ads. And uh, so, you know, when, when when at the end of a video, YouTube will suggest a bunch of videos. If you click on another one of my videos, that gets YouTube all excited and they'll start feeding you more of my videos. And so it's it's really kind of complicated trying to, trying to play the algorithm, but at the end of the day, it's about making a video that's good enough that people are gonna watch the whole thing. And if well, you and there's, do that, and there's no way fine. to. There's no way to point that out, too, because your lower viewed videos are going to make less money, too, because advertisers aren't fighting over the views as they are with the ones that are getting more views a lot. So when people say, hey, share my video, they really mean it because the more you share the video, the more money someone can potentially make because the more people that can actually maybe see it. And and Um, it's crazy. Like like Justin was saying, the RPM is somewhere between four and six. And I just shared with them uh, recently a video that didn't get a lot of views. But it was a top 10 Harbor Freight uh, tools video that I'd done last week. And it had reached an RPN of $16 and something. So that's basically the amount of money I made per thousand views. And uh, that is literally the highest I've ever been. I know some people get crazy numbers like that, but I personally never have. So it's kind of content dependent, I guess, or something happened that I'm not sure exactly what happened with it. Yeah, I... I, that was that was a crazy video. I've never seen a video with that little views have that high of an RPM before. Yeah, I just said RPM. You know what I meant? Yeah, RPM. That's the technical term, actually. So mm-hmm. uh, yeah, but it sounds like RPM. 
Yeah, RPM. Yes, exactly. We're talking car <laughs> RPM. He's in those six thousand RPMs. <laughs> <laughs> and as far as you know, competing against other YouTubers, again, you don't want to think about it from those those from that viewpoint. Uh, you know, I think about the video that Nick just put out with the uh, inexpensive uh, GRS uh, woofers, subwoofers. I've got a video where I use one of those. I call it the budget base box. And this weekend, the budget base box video like tripled in views over the weekend. I have no idea why. My suspicion is that it's in the suggested after Nick's video. And there's some percentage of people who are watching his video and seeing that and saying, oh, hey, that's another cheap woofer, the same brand. And, yep. and so we don't. That's the thing you got to remember. You're going to have your videos right up after someone else's that's in the same genre. You know, are we competing? Not really. We're more of a compliment. Well, especially uh, us, especially since we do sound yeah. advice together. Well, plus, you know, the, the thing I always like to say is, you know, a rising tide lifts all boats. So if if Nick puts out a video that does totally awesome and DIY guy also has a video that is similar Guess what? You know, people are going to click and, and we're all going to do better. Maybe that's what community. we need to do. We all need to just purposely put out like the same type of video, like a couple days apart. And, then and we just, will we will do that soon enough. Well, hopefully we will. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. So, yeah. So spoiler, say. little possible spoiler. Who knows? Who knows? There's yeah. always there's always there's always a deal we have working on behind the scenes that always. Yeah. Falls through, but what will come through eventually? It's usually uh, me and Nick uh, texting back and forth at the wee hours of the night while Justin's trying to sleep. He's yeah. got a class Justin's like, shut up. <laughs> <laughs> I put my phone on silent and I'm still waking up. <laughs> yeah, then at 5 a.m. when I'm up, I'm on it. So waking y'all yeah. up. So no, no nothing wakes me up, man. Yeah. Nothing well, wakes actually, me up. I actually have to wake up at 5 30. So I see those two. I'm just, <laughs> I think like Dean's rubbing off on me and I'm just living on less sleep every day. I don't know. I'm, I, I feel like I'm doing okay. One day I might die uh, just randomly. Who knows? I'm going to answer Jesse's question. Do you guys find live streams draw viewers to your channel's videos or do you do them more for fun? Oh, we do these more for the community, I would say. Um, if you take a look at our channels, our live streams get significantly less views than our main videos. Now, there's quite a few reasons for that, but uh, we do this to help out the community. And that's why we wanted to do this is to help out the community. We thought it would be a good idea to get, you know, we got Rob, the car audio guy. I'm the home audio guy. And Justin is that side. I hate this. I hate how I have to point the other. <laughs> that guy. That Justin both, travels you know. the middle. Yeah, he travels the middle. He's yeah. that middle guy. So it, it works out well. And I think it's good to be able to have those perspectives because when someone asks me a car audio question, I know a decent amount, but I know Rob will know more. And I'm glad for that. Like that, that makes me happy because that makes this community so much stronger. Yeah. And anytime a passive crossover comment comes up, I know that I don't have to stumble through something I know very little about. <laughs> Taste the audio JV. There you go. Guys, we've been here for an hour and seven minutes. It's probably oh, getting about time to wrap this up. Let's wrap it up, fellas. Yes. So um, what do y'all got going on? What do y'all want to want to promote on your your channels? I'll show this. Oh. Cartesian. Oh. If you're on my Instagram, you've already seen this. This is Cartesian Speaker Innovator. 
These are brand new speakers to DIY crowd. You've never been able to get your hands on these. These are made by a French company, Cartesian with a K. Oh, is and, that what the, the, the Jason come from? Yes, Jason. <laughs> and this is a oh. mini four-inch real carbon fiber cone. Ooh. That is super dope. This looking. would be awesome, and I think this would be a, a cool mid-base in someone's car, really, actually. Dude, um, that, that, that would be sticking in the dinas like a dyna yeah. for that sub. It, it doesn't go quite as low. There's some issues with it that I'm going to talk about. Um, not not issues, but things you, you want to take in consideration when you design a box for it. It looks like, see, Cartesian always had made uh, speakers specifically for high-end brands. So when you talk about like your $20,000 speakers and stuff, they were making the drivers for those. And so this, you can tell they had multiple configurations for it because this is what should be a dual voice coil, right? You can see it's set up for a dual oh. voice coil. But they, they have only set this one up in the single one voice coil configuration this is actually an eight ohm speaker not a four ohm i have two of these i'm gonna make a subwoofer with those they're actually sending me an amplifier for it too uh and then they sent me some two inch full range so i'm gonna make like a bose style system with uh something real small but hopefully very very high quality better than bose uh quality sound and i i think and this will be the subwoofer that goes with it but this thing is these are very high quality drivers they even put their little logo on the back Oh. I will tell you, this is, you you know, and you guys know, when you get your hands on a nice driver, you know it. That thing looks awesome. If it sounds half as good as it looks, it's going to be amazing. Oh, and the crazy thing is it has a flat response up to, I can't remember right off the bat. I think it's about 2,000 hertz. This is going off the manufacturer specs. This is not me testing it in a box. Um, so if the manufacturer specs are right, it's like got a flat response to 2,000 two kilohertz. So this could actually be used in a two-way system really easily. So you could make a really killer two-way audio system with those. All right. So what I've got coming up, I've, I don't want to spoil what it is yet, but it's something ultra cheap and uh, on the to the tune of like $25. That you guys are going to be super surprised what it is and what you're getting for it. I'm in the middle of testing it, but besides that, I'm going to be on the kicker live stream tomorrow hmm. at 7 PM on the kicker channel. And uh, we're just going to have like a fireside chat. Should be a good time. So uh, that's what I got coming up. What about you, Justin? So um, I got a video coming out. I've uh, it drops on Friday. My patrons have already seen it. Uh, it is the definitive answer to why you should never look at the peak numbers or the max numbers when you're looking at an amplifier. Uh, and why you should always use RMS. And so it's an explanation about what RMS actually is, why we have to use RMS, and why peak is just the stupidest thing on the planet. So this is the video that you want to share with everybody when someone asks, why don't I use peak power? What's, you, what's the peak power of that amp? It, it is the answer to that question. Interesting, and I'm not hyping it up too much at all, not in the least. I actually have a video planned to go out too, but it's why you shouldn't use RMS. Oh yes, I swear! I swear to you! I swear to you! It is. No, I know, and I know, and I know exactly what you're going to say in that video. Um, yes, and, you probably and that's do. really important. I actually had a comment on my channel today. Someone asked about my dash speakers that are only 15 RMS. How well, can I give away the test. power to them? Yeah, and yeah, the answer is well, because RMS isn't that important either. <laughs> no, actually, there's there's an even there's an even there's even something else that I that I'm going to go over as well. But yes, yeah. I, I do I'm have a video on that anymore. too. But I don't, it'll probably be called something different, but uh, yeah. in no way does it have anything to do with yours. I didn't even know you were coming out with that video. So. No, no, yeah, we and I will know. say, 
if you guys haven't seen the Lumi video that Justin just put out, um, oh yeah, folks, that's a good one. Issues and audio issues aside, um, <laughs> that actually that actually makes me want to buy that Lumi, even though you clearly say do not buy this. It makes me want to buy it, and if I do, and, I'm clicking your link. So I didn't say don't buy it. I said buy the cheaper version that yeah. looks exactly <laughs> the same. I'm sure it's the exact same thing. Yeah. I can't do it. I, I just gotta. I gotta have that name on there, even though it's a <laughs> name. <laughs> uh, you guys are too much sometimes. <laughs> All right, find us out, Justin. <laughs> All right. All right, guys. Uh, thank you all for tuning in. Uh, forget well, most of my usual sign off. We'll see you on the next adventure. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> Later.